0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Uphill Goat. It's episode number 25 and as always this is your host Andrew Conover. Good, but not the greatest of all time. Today I meditated again and it was awesome. I did it with my roommate actually Kyle and it was a confidence meditation about 25 minutes and some things I noticed was that it felt like I had taken a nap after and it's really, really cool to kind of see how meditation can, breathing, taking deep, intentional breaths can help us to calm down and help us to recover and move our life in the direction we want to go. So just a quick plug for that, definitely would recommend meditation for whatever you're doing in life, whether you're stri- striving to be a better athlete or a better person, improve in general. I think it's a really good tool that is often underutilized. I definitely haven't utilized it as well as I would like to, and I'm excited to continue to do it more. Um, And it it was a good experience. Meditation really is great. But what I really wanted to talk about today was motivation. I gave a talk today at church or a sermon, and I gave it about the law of obedience. And the law of obedience basically being willing to follow all of the everything that God asks us to do in his teachings. And while I was preparing for this, I thought of three reasons why we would be motivated to keep the commandments or or follow God's words. And first, I thought of the fear of the consequences if we don't do it. And second, the desire for the rewards of doing it. And third, because we love God. Um, And... It made me think about motivation for other things as well, right? With backcountry skiing, I could be motivated to ski safe slopes for either fear of dying in an avalanche or because I love my mom and I want to – I want because I know that she wants me to stay safe um, and, and because I love everyone else as well and don't want to leave them. Um, or I could do a mountain bike race for the desire to win – um for that reward or the reward of being on the podium or the reward of finishing the the race or i could do it because i love it And when i was thinking about this i was realizing how much more powerful it is when our motivation to do whatever it is that we're doing with our lives whether it be school or work or uh, being part of our families if we're motivated by love we will we will we won't ever get burnt out We won't ever feel like we're dragging ourselves, and we'll be able to continue and move forward with joy. And I think with, uh, with hope for a bright future. And tonight I went to an awesome devotional with John Schmidt. John Schmidt is the, the lead pianist for the piano guys. And he's phenomenal. He's a wonderful person and a wonderful pianist. And while he was talking and playing the piano, it made me think about greatness, right? He's clearly a master of the piano. He he knows the, the in and outs and he's really, really good at what he does. And I was thinking about how people can become so good at something that is good, right? And I think... I think there has to be some level of love, some level of love for whatever it is. If you want to become an amazing father, you need to be, you need to love being a good father. If you want to be a really good backcountry skier, mountain bike racer, you need to love backcountry skiing and mountain bike racing. If you want to become a really good student, you need to love learning. And if your motivation is simply... As a means to an end, right? I'm going to go to school so that I can get a job and that's what I'm going for. Or if your motivation is to fit in, right? I'm going to, I'm going to serve in the church because I'm worried that if I don't, I'll be looked down upon. What it will lead to is, um, stunted growth and, and a lack of joy that we could be having if our motivation is love obviously we can't be motivated to do everything that we do in our lives there's definitely we all have to go through some of the mundane uh things in life right like i don't know maybe cleaning or i don't know brushing your teeth things like that which i i I don't know i actually enjoy both of those things but i I do think that there's certainly things we have to pass through that we maybe don't love right there's certainly challenges and trials that we will that will be hard for us and it can, uh, and but I think in general we can choose, for the most part, what we what we do with the majority of our time. And I think this is I'd like you just to think if you're listening to this too, about what, what you really do love, and what you're doing with your time, and if they sync up, are you spending time doing what you love? Is it the majority of your time? Is it a little bit of your time? Are you doing it with people you love? Is it something that maybe you're not loving, but maybe you could love? If it is, can you, how can you switch that? Um Some of that can just be a mindset thing, I think, right? Telling, finding ways, focusing on the, the good parts of it. Maybe you're working at a job that's kind of mediocre. And if you, if you can focus on the good you're doing or the people you can impact, you can I think grow in that love, but I think it's really important that you find it. Otherwise you're going to become burnt out and have an inability to, to shine and to, to reach the potential that um, your heavenly father wants you to reach. When I was thinking about this, I wrote of a, I thought of a few things that I, I know that I love doing and I'm willing to do every day and want to do every day. I want to spend time with family and friends I love taking classes about things that I enjoy, like philosophy, psychology, business, that kind of thing. Uh, I love strengthening my spirituality by praying, going to church, serving in the temple, reading my scriptures, having gospel conversations with friends. I love mountain biking, I love racing, I love coaching, I love skiing, I love recording these podcasts and writing my blog. And I love reading good books and watching good movies. And those are just a a list of some of the things that I was thinking of while I was writing this. And what I liked is that that is what I spend the majority of my day doing. I wake up. I focus on my spirituality first for a little bit by praying and studying my scriptures. I eat a breakfast. And then I go to my Spanish class, which I mostly enjoy. And then I generally go skiing. And then I come back and have either positive psychology or a class called the Book of Mormon. Where we talk about the teachings in from old prophets in the Americas, and then I usually write my blog and record my podcast, um, and or I'll hang out and spend time with friends, with my roommates or family. Um, I'll go on dates sometimes, things like that. That that and it's they're all things that I do almost every day, and I love it every day. It's really really uncommon that I'll have a day when I don't enjoy skiing or I don't enjoy mountain biking or coaching or being with my family or reading my scriptures or whatever it is and I would just I pose this kind of as a a way to think about kind of just what can I change so that I'm living a life that I love living more Um, one of the great philosophers Nietzsche posed an interesting thought experiment he suggested that if we can be willing to live the same day over and over and over again for the rest of eternity, then we're doing it right. Then we're living correctly. If, if we can be satisfied living the same day on repeat, that's when you know you're in the you're in a headspace for creating a good life. And I, we learned about this in a, in the philosophy class I took last semester, and we talked about this near the end, so I think it was December, and I was realizing how awesome that semester was. I was taking classes, and I loved all of them, and my professors were amazing. I was skiing a lot. I was biking a lot. I'd raced a lot that semester, and I I could honestly tell myself that a lot of those days, maybe not every day, but most of those days, I would have happily repeated forever, and I hope that I can continue to create a life like this. And I know my life's pretty simple right now as a single dude in college with a lot of flexibility, but I hope this pattern can stay where I can create days that are good enough for me to want to be willing to repeat them forever because we really are in eternity right now, right? It's not eternity isn't after this it's it's right now and and after this and so we want to, if we want to have a happy eternity, we need to create a happy now. And I think a lot of that can be by reflecting on our motivation for what we're doing. And if it's simply a means to an end, I think it's probably worth changing or worth adjusting. And I just want to think about that and think about how you can change your motivation or or, or be motivated to do things that you love more or or simply do things that you love more, so that, um, so that that can be your motivation, rather than a fear of, of consequences or a desire for consequences. So, this was a it was a good day, a good day of thought and reflection, and I hope that this can be helpful to some of you. And if you have any questions, um, feel free to shoot me a message or leave a comment. As always, thanks for listening.